Heyo, what's up guys? I'm your driver Tate Barber and this is episode one of the Carpool Cast. Today is Monday, March 14, 2016. driveway on this foggy morning. I tell you what, the fog is real thick. I can only see like, oh, I would give it 50 feet in front of me. So I'm going to drive a little slow today. Uh, kind of live out in the country, so there's a lot of curvy turns and everything. Um, anyway, seeing as this is the first episode, I kind of have just a short episode laid out for us. Uh, I hope I don't take the full 30 minutes, uh, but We'll see what we can do. Um, a couple segments I wanted to run through today was the first one is just kind of to spend some time talking about uh, this podcast, what it is, what it means, um, kind of what some of the topics of conversation are going to be. Um, and the second segment is just kind of going to tell you a little bit more about myself uh, and what I do and some of the things I'm interested in. And then lastly, I think I want to go ahead and jump into a topic uh, about a story that I recently heard, and I watched a documentary, and uh, the story, I think the documentary was just trying to be kind of an homage to uh, just kind of this company that everybody enjoys, but it had a couple of nuggets of business and marketing that I really thought were interesting that I kind of wanted to talk about today. Um, So yeah, let's jump right in. Uh, This podcast kind of came out of my mind a couple of months ago while I was talking to a friend that I carpool with. See, we have lots of really awesome conversations on the road, um, on the way to work, and a lot of those conversations are about web technology. I'm a web developer. Uh, My friend who carpools is a web designer. And so... We talk a lot about web technology, we talk a lot about business and entrepreneurship, Uh, we talk a lot about where we work and some of the marketing strategies and uh, company decisions that uh, our bosses make and we just kind of analyze those and talk about them. Uh, So I kind of thought, well, what if we just put a microphone in front of that and let other people listen in? Uh, Then, I mean, that kind of, that idea kind of died, and then a couple of months later, I started listening to a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk, and a lot of you guys probably listened to him, or have heard him, and if you haven't, really check him out. He's got, like, a YouTube show called Ask Gary V. He's got a lot of books out there that are bestsellers and stuff, and one of the things he's often mentioning is that uh, it's really important to put out content and put out content regularly. And it doesn't really matter what the quality necessarily is. 
but get it out there and let people listen to it and talk about it and critique it so that you can learn uh, what other people want to hear and also learn a little bit more about uh, your shortcomings and what you're good at. So that's kind of what this is. I decided to take his advice and the advice of many others. If you've ever heard anybody who's a serious podcaster, they'll kind of say something like, well, I just got started and you know, you should too. You can do it as well. So that's kind of what this is. Uh, this is not going to be some guy in a little room that he's created for his uh, studio. I don't have this fantastic mic. I bought this mic off of Amazon for like 20 bucks, and I plugged it into my smartphone, and that's kind of where we're going to start. And uh, if this show kind of keeps going at a regular pace, uh, and I want to kind of up the game a little bit, we might uh, invest in some different equipment. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm recording this in my car on the way to work every Monday through Friday. Uh, that's not a holiday, that is. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. And my drive to work is in a different city, so I usually spend about 30 minutes in the car, and most of that time is spent uh, by myself with my own thoughts. Occasionally when I carpool, it's spent, you know, having conversations out loud, like I referred to a moment ago. And so, again, putting a microphone in front of myself allows you, the audience, to capture those thoughts and allows me to look back on those thoughts and kind of process what I'm thinking a little bit more fully. So uh, I'm going to be spending the 30 minutes on the way to work making productive time. Uh, and that's that's something that is really beneficial. I usually spend my time thinking, crap, I, I hate this drive. Uh, I think I edited it up one time and it was like, I think I spent 20 hours a week driving to work. Uh, that's like half a business week. That's So it's really awesome that I can take half of that time, at least on the drive to work, and spend it producing something. And hopefully we can all benefit from that. I try to keep, I'm going to try to keep the topics educational uh, and beneficial. Some of the topics I think we're going to be talking about are, are in terms of business and entrepreneurship, uh, marketing. Uh, I'm a web developer, so there's going to be a lot of conversations about web technology. I'll try to keep it less uh, web developer centric and make it more kind of focused on areas that everybody can apply that's in this field. Um, so yeah, hope you guys can learn something. I definitely hope I can learn something as well. I want to talk about things that I've researched and looked into. I don't want to just sit up here and rant, although you might find that a couple of times. Uh, I really want to know what I'm talking about, and I really want to prepare some of the topics of conversation. A little bit more about myself. I uh, was born and raised in Arkansas. I was born in Little Rock and lived there until I graduated from high school and then went up to Northwest Arkansas to the University of Arkansas. I studied there for about a year and a half uh, and I studied uh, a music degree in piano performance. I had kind of been playing piano very seriously for a long time and uh, yeah, I started to spend more time practicing on a computer that my dad gave me, and researching about what it can do, uh, following tutorials on how to customize it and uh, install Linux on it, and kind of create my own little server in my dorm room. And the goal was to create a website or a personal blog and basically host it from my dorm room. And 
I kind of just went from there. Started making a little extra cash, fixing people's computers, helping people out with uh, custom websites, and really shoddy work at the beginning, honestly. I look back and I'm like, oh boy, I mean, the first site I ever did was for some burger joint down in Little Rock. And uh, it was, oh man, that site was terrible. Yeah, but I got it done and got paid for it. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I started doing that more. My older brother was in the business as well. So we kind of partnered up and did some projects together. And at that point, I was like, well, I'm spending more time practicing on the on the computer keyboard than I am the piano keyboard. It just made sense. So I made that switch, uh, dropped out of school, pursued web development and kind of doing some freelance work for about two years. And what's interesting is that I was engaged at the time, I got married, uh, and while my wife was at school for two years, essentially, I was pursuing my own degree in our apartment. I mean, I was reading and researching every single thing I could get my hands on, uh, taking like MIT Open Courseware. If you haven't heard of that, you really need to check that out. MIT offers uh, for free essentially almost every course that they've got uh, through video recordings, and they've uploaded it to YouTube. So every single lecture for each class, and they've got it de uh, designated into different segments according to what degree those lectures are applied to. And so I was watching those. I was on CodeAcademy.com. I, yeah, I was reading and testing out things. Uh, really screwing up a few of the projects that I was working on and then trying to fix those and spending a lot of time really kind of learning everything there is to know. And I still haven't learned everything yet, but we're getting there. Uh, so anyway, after two years of that, I started working for a, a marketing agency up here and they kind of focused a lot on web agent, web marketing as they were a web agency. So I spent there, I guess, under a year because it was really more of a sweatshop than anything. But that's kind of what I... F it was a good experience because I kind of found out a little bit about what kind of a web agency or a marketing agency really is, at least up here in northwest Arkansas. And I think the story is the same for a lot of them. They're small. They start up. They make a lot of money uh, on a couple, a handful of clients that are long-term. And eventually, Walmart who is actually headquarters, their headquarters is up here in Northwest Arkansas. Eventually Walmart hears of one of these and partners up for one project or two and um, then hires this company out and that's kind of when they hit their stride, so to speak. And so that's kind of the same story as this place. Anyway, it's more of a sweatshop because we were pumping out tons of work. I was at the time riding a bicycle to work and uh, yeah, really just felt like it was an unhealthy place in general. So then I made the transition to uh, another company called Dayspring, which is a subsidiary of Hallmark. Uh, you may have heard of it. They kind of focus on inspirational cards, inspirational retail, and they hired me on as a web developer there. And that's kind of where I've been ever since. Anyway, for the past about four or five years, I have absorbed lots of content. I've uh, been listening to podcasts on the way to work, watching a lot of YouTube series, uh, reading a lot of blogs and following a lot of blogs, and really the topics range uh, all over the board. And so after I've been absorbing a lot of the content and feel like I have a handle or a grasp on uh, 
various topics. I'm not going to say I'm an expert on them all, but I'll say that I've, I've got at least a collection of a wide, uh, you know, varying degrees of different topics uh, from the positive end of the spectrum to the negative end of the spectrum to I've heard kind of both sides of different techniques. You know, some people will say uh, marketing and business is all about the, the customer. Sometimes they say that it's all about the product. Uh, sometimes they say both. Anyway, I've kind of heard a lot of that. And so I'm going to try to do my best during this podcast to dump out that information and offer my thoughts on those things. Uh, so yeah, that's a little bit more about myself. I am married, like I said, don't have any kids yet. Um, live out in the country. We recently just bought a house and we absolutely love it. It's out in the country and we, we want to have chickens. Uh, we just bought a couple of chicks. Uh, we're going to get goats in the summer. We just planted our blueberry bushes. Uh, so yeah, we're loving that life. And I absolutely love, like over this past weekend, out in the yard, raking some leaves, uh, fixing up the flower beds, getting them ready for April, which is more when we're going to be planting a lot of our stuff. I'll say a couple of things about that since I'm really passionate about that. And it's funny because I didn't even think about that as one of the uh, gardening and you know, things like that as one of the topics for this podcast, but I'll go ahead and say this. Uh, you know, we, we moved into this house and there's all these shrubs all over the garden beds. There's like, I couldn't tell you what they are. I'm still learning uh, some of the names of these plants and things like that, but I'm finding out that, and I remember when I was little, my mom would be like, she would go to the store, uh, you know, Home Depot or a place called Good Earth down in Little Rock, and she would, she would buy lots of plants every year. She would buy little flowers, uh, but she would also buy some shrubs and we'd be out in the yard planting those and she would use them to cover up things. And now that I've got my own house, I'm like, why, why on earth did we did that? Does it really increase the property value? And I'm not sure that it does. I'm sure that, you know, some expert out there would say, yeah, it really does. If you have like an awesome landscaped yard, uh, really awesome flower bed, your property value goes up. And I would agree that making things look nice, make people more apt to buy it, make it make it more valuable to you and to others who are into that. But one of the goals that my wife and I have is to replace every single one of those shrubberies uh, and various plants that are there with something that can grow edible food. So that's our goal. That was part of the reason for planting blueberry bushes because they look just like shrubs. And now they're like right in front of our front porch and they look pretty already. And I can't wait till they start growing some blueberries because apparently the bushes we bought are supposed to produce about three gallons per bush. I could be wrong on that number, but uh, yeah, we're, we're pumped. We're excited. The next topic I wanted to talk about is really a story. And like I said, I watched a documentary recently uh, and the story kind of relates to and pertains to marketing and business, or at least it has some information about that within the story. I'm not sure that was a what the authors of the documentary were meaning to get at, but when they wrote that and they kind of said a couple of things, and I'll explain this in a moment, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really awesome and I, I can't figure it out, I wanna figure it out. Um, and I'll explain what I mean here in a second, but the documentary, documentary I watched was on sriracha. And if you haven't heard of sriracha, it's just like a little chili hot sauce paste that ha kinda has the consistency of ketchup. I love it, a lot of people I know love it, my whole family loves it, I put it on my eggs, uh, my burgers, my tacos, my wife and I make a lot of Thai food, we put it on that. And 
if you've ever heard about it, you've probably heard about it from one of these kind of fanboys or fangirls, so to speak. It's kind of a hipster thing, and a lot of college kids have it and are aware of it and love it. Uh, it's really cheap and affordable, so I think that's part of part of why that's true. Um, but yeah, it started in California, and apparently in California, it just like took off and became this like fad, and everybody jumped on it, and they you know bought these T-shirts, and you know attended this like sriracha festival. Um, you know, it's so popular that even somebody decided to go make a documentary about it. So I thought that was really interesting. And the interesting part about it is that in the lifespan of the company that makes this product, Hoi Fung Foods, and Hoi Fung Foods only makes sriracha that I'm aware of, and a couple of varieties of sriracha, um, they've never spent a single dollar, or cent rather, on advertising or marketing that I'm that, that's at least what this documentary claimed a couple of articles that I read claim that as well uh, I think the guy's name is David Tran he's the CEO he's just this little I think he's Viet, Vietnamese guy who um, really just is obsessed with and loves his product and his goal is only to make that product better which is funny because everybody claims that it's, you know, it can't be made better. He's perfected it, so to speak. And yeah, it's just really interesting that he's not concerned with, a, you know, growing his company per se. Like he's had people come up to him and offer to buy the company and say, hey, we'll grow this, you know, two times, three, three times larger. And he's always turned them down because his, he claims that they don't really care about the product all they care about is the profits, uh, which is an interesting thing to kind of say, and I'm not sure what to think about it, so I kind of wanted to open that up for conversation and kind of share my thoughts on it, and then hopefully hear some feedback about what you guys think about that story. Um, the part that really throws me off is that he didn't spend a single cent on marketing or advertising, yet it's blown up and it's as popular as... Uh, to the point to where he's making like 20% growth over the past five years in a row, doubled his factory size. Um, yeah, I find that really fascinating because I work in a place where we're in the e-commerce department and you know the, our boss hires out these social media marketers, uh, hires out these, um, I don't know, like analytics guys and they're sitting there researching, okay, how can we make this better? How can we sell to more people? Um, it's really interesting. And he's had more growth than we have. Uh, that really go is a testament to show you, you know, how much or how valuable having a great product really is. Uh, it can't be beat. Once you have a great product, it will spread by itself via word of mouth. Uh, and, and just kind of personal testimony. And that's what I hope to be able to say someday is that, oh, I built this product, it's really amazing, and it blew up because everybody started telling each other and telling their friends and their family about it. Uh, that's really kind of, if you look through the past 10 years as the internet has really expanded and as apps kind of have been developed, that's really the way each popular app has become popular. It's not through, you know, excellent marketing and 
posting out all of these like social media feeds, although those are helpful, I'm not going to say that those aren't valuable or that they're not helpful. Because uh, I bet if David Tran invested in some advertising and marketing, his company would grow even more. But I think the focus that he has uh, is, is, is a good focus. He's focused on the product and he's focused on the customer. Uh, you'll, if you hear him speak, you're going to hear a lot about how he really values um, what the people think about his hot sauce. And he really wants to make a, a good and affordable, he says that a lot, uh, product for his customers. Uh, so I really find that fascinating and it, and it throws me off because I'm a web developer and we sit there and, and know about all these different technologies that we can use and tools that we can use to, for instance, get more hits on our website. Uh, when really, uh, you know, such a thing as like Hoi Fung Foods, their website only until recently was really crappy. It, it was like stuck in the 90s. Uh, and I think that if you look around, that principle is going to ring true uh, no matter where you are. For instance, uh, a couple of months ago, I read some article. I have no idea where I found it. Uh, I may have not even be the one that may have been the one that found it. Anyway, I found this article that was hysterical, and I passed it along to kind of everybody in, in my office and a couple of my friends. You know, shared it with my family, shared it with my wife, because uh, it was all about something we could all relate to, and it was hysterical. So, so we passed that along. Now, the website is awful, and in fact, like if you look at even the content on his page, it's not organized and and equipped to to kind of land top on the uh, on Google search results. It's not SEO optimized really at all. Uh, SEO optimized is kind of redundant, but. Yeah, I mean, the website looked bad. The content, though, was hysterical. And so because of that, because it was good content, we passed it around. And now I've got, like, on my Google Now suggested articles. Anytime you post a new article, uh, I read it because I'm alerted and notified by it. And his content is golden. He's, like, written a few books. So now I'm at this kind of... Uh, er er point in my relationship with this blogger that I kind of want to buy his book and I kind of want to see what his book has to uh, is about so you know he can use excellent content that through the medium of blogging to really sell a product his book now he's not pushing his book yeah it's there on the homepage, and that's it that's the only place that his book is really kind of mentioned I think he mentions it maybe in one or two blog posts but for the most part yeah, I mean, if you're aware of this guy's content and you enjoy it and you like it, you're going to be aware of his book. And I think he knows that. Uh, and I also think that he's just writing because he enjoys writing. And he's basically giving other people value. And they can buy, they can return that, return thanks and give him value back. Um, and that's a, that's a good thing. That's probably the place where I want to be with this podcast. That's where I want to be with pretty much everything else I do. I want to be constantly giving other people valuable either information or entertainment. Uh, I'm not too much of an entertainer, but I do like sharing information. And I do like giving people things to think about and better themselves as well as better myself. Because I, I have experienced 
that the more I collaborate, uh, the better programmer I am. When I can sit there and talk with other programmers and they're, they're enthusiastic about sharing information, sharing technology, they're enthusiastic about teaching me the new thing or teaching me uh, what they're good at. And when I'm excited and enthusiastic about teaching them what I'm good at, we have now doubled our productivity and doubled our skill set and even um, we can help each other out and make each other uh, more productive. So I, I really believe that true, that's true and sometimes I really hate to see in the workplace um, people be closed off about what they do or, or even be opposed to uh, hearing more details about what I do. I think sometimes I can throw people off by being too enthusiastic about sharing what I'm good at and not spend enough time asking enough questions about what others are good at. I uh, definitely think that I need to do that more. But part of that's because I'm usually the only one that's talking. I'm usually the only one that's willing to take a step out there and you know, express and, and that I want to learn and express that I also want to teach. You know, So yeah, hopefully you found uh, today's show a little bit educational. Um, I kind of think that I want to do a question each podcast, a question of the day, so to speak. And so I think the question I want to ask today is, um, how can you come up with an awesome product like uh, David Tran did? And what product would that be? And do you think it would become popular by spreading of the word of mouth? Or do you think you'd have to essentially subsidize it with marketing and advertising? Um, So yeah, that's something for me to definitely think about. I'm going to try to take a swing at answering that uh, today while I'm just sitting at work and thinking about what how I would respond to that question because a lot of uh, the things that I listen to and absorb I haven't really applied yet. Uh, part of this podcast is applying that, uh, but I'm definitely going to be trying to apply these various kind of points of interest in my workplace and in my personal life as well. So yeah, I am pulling into work here, and so that kind of concludes the episode of the day. Uh, join us tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday, and we're going to try for episode two. Hopefully it works out. Uh, yeah, as always, uh, drive safely, and I'll see you guys around the campus. 